Hello and welcome to Unlocking Your Coaching and Leadership Potential. This podcast is for people who are passionate about helping themselves and others fulfill their potential and who want to know how NLP, coaching and the neuroscience of your multiple brains can support you in living life to the fullest. If you want to know more about training in NLP, becoming an NLP or highest potential coach, then links to my socials and mailing list are in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Unlocking Your Coaching and Leadership Potential with me, Sarah Fletcher. So I want to talk about something that comes up a lot when I'm supervising, when I'm training, when I'm having conversations, especially with sort of newly um, certified coaches. And it happened for me a lot when I was new. So back in 2001, when I certified as a hypnotherapist and psychotherapist, and then in 2003, 2004, when I brought NLP um, into my work, I would often feel in my sessions very stuck in my own stuff. And, you know, I'd have that self-doubt running, I'd have fear, I'd have worry that I wasn't going to say the right things or I wasn't going to use the right technique. And what this prevented was me from being really present with my clients. You know, it prevented that openness of my own sort of channels of sensory awareness, sensory acuity, intuition. I was very much in that headspace of fear, self-doubt, worry, almost like that imposter. And this really got in the way of me, you know, shining my brilliance as a therapist and as a coach. And I know that this comes up a lot for new coaches, which is why I want to talk about it today. And I want to give you some suggestions or invite you to consider ways that you can support yourself as a coach to bring that presence into your um, coaching or your leadership sessions. And also, you know, what might kind of stop you from being present. So as I rewind um, and cast my mind back to when I first started, you know, I'd go into my sessions, I'd have my folder, my NLP folder with all my techniques in it. I'd have like a list of questions that I'd taken from the sort of meta model of NLP, thinking about how I was going to challenge distortions, deletions, generalizations, limiting beliefs, you know, the kind of questions that I could ask that could support someone in shifting their perspective and thinking about things in a different way. And and remember, this was all happening inside of me before I actually was with my client. So often I had no idea, you know, perhaps what my client was going to bring. I might have done a little bit of a discovery call and had some idea, but, you know, didn't know what how, how the session was going to go and which direction it was going to go. But here I was with my folder, with my questions, with everything kind of prepared and ready uh, to go. And inside of me, there was some internal dialogue of, can I do this? Am I good enough? What if it goes wrong? What if that technique doesn't work? What if, what if, what if? <laughs> and... Uh, And, you know, this kind of was churning on inside of me, which, of course, then led to a state of sort of anxiousness and ungroundedness and not being present. So I want to kind of share that story with you because that is really common for new coaches. And, you know, even if you've been coaching or or leading for a while, you still might find yourself um, getting stuck and caught in your own stuff, depending on, you know, where you're at and what is happening for you. So I want to really invite you in this kind of podcast episode to really consider how we can move away from that and bring that presence and intuitiveness into your coaching and your leadership. 
Because when you are present, when you are fully with your client, when you switch off your own agenda, your own self-doubt and fears and worries, then actually, you know, the magic really does happen in that coaching session with your client and you work with their map of the world so much more cleanly, intuitively and magically helping them to you know go on the journey that they want to go on and have those transformations that they want. So I'm going to invite you to kind of consider a few things it's going to help you with this. So first of all it's about switching off your own agenda. So before you go into that session getting yourself into a nice calm and present state and you can do this through various ways so you might just sit in your chair before your client arrives and do some breathing sense into your own body um, you know breathe in and out four or five seconds opening up your kind of sensory channels being aware of what's around you feeling into you know your own body breathing nice and deeply and getting yourself into your optimum state ready for coaching. Like I say, switching off that internal dialogue and being present in the moment. And I think what comes with this as well is that real sense of trusting yourself, trusting that actually the biggest the biggest thing that you bring to your coaching, if you like, or the most important thing that you bring to your coaching is you, you know, you are the vehicle for your client's transformations, for your client's change, you're facilitating that process. And you can you do that more efficiently and more effectively and more brilliantly by being fully present with your client and tuning into their map of the world, observing, you know, what is going on for them, observing their patterns, um, noticing, listening to the language that they're using that gives you information about how they are doing their life, how they are doing being them. And then you can pace and lead where where they are and move them beautifully into where they want to be. So, you know, I invite you to consider, first of all, when you're starting your session, to get yourself grounded, to get yourself present, to get yourself feeling confident and good. So one another, you know, thing that you can do when you're doing that, when you're grounding yourself, when you're getting yourself present, when you're focusing on your breathing, begin to, you know, bring in that um, that picture of you coaching at your best. What does that look like? How does that feel inside for you? What lets you know that you are coaching and leading at your best? What do you see? What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you notice in you? And what do you notice around you when you're coaching at your best? So as you get yourself into this nice grounded present state, you can begin to bring that picture to your mind, really sense into it, feel that you being the best version of you coaching at your best, clearing out your agenda, putting to the side any of your own kind of stuff. And we talk very much in NLP about having that state of curiosity, having that state of knowing nothing. It's like when that client comes in, we're not making assumptions, we're not bringing our own map into it, we're not bringing our own ideas or perspectives or it's having that clean 
way of coaching so that then whatever the client brings, you're very much working with their map of the world. So I invite you to open those sensory channels and we can only kind of do that when we're present in our body as well. So I know for me very much at the beginning, I was very head-based you know, I was in my head, like I said, there was often self-doubt or worries or fear or, you know, as coaches, we go into coaching and leadership roles because we care about people, because we want to help people, because we want to support people in, you know, bringing their best self to life. It's important to us to to make a difference and to make an impact, otherwise you probably wouldn't be coaching um, or leading others. So we generally have these values around wanting to make a difference and wanting to help people. And sometimes they're where that can take us, depending on you know where, where you're at yourself in your own personal development journey. It might sometimes take us into that rescuing place where we feel responsible for people's transformations or we feel responsible for people having a a good result or a good outcome by working with us and that can lead us into that rescuer position of drama triangle and I know as as a young coach 20 years ago that was sometimes where I found myself which is why supervision was so important because I could take that to my supervisor and really check in and notice and observe what was going on inside of me and why I was feeling the need to rescue my clients because that's often about your own stuff that gets transferred into the coaching arena and of course we need supervision to to kind of clean that up. So you know when you notice and observe yourself going into perhaps self-doubt or fear or worry about whether you've got it right or whether you don't know where it's where to go next or and you start kind of going inside you'll probably notice some internal dialogue you'll probably notice that something changes within your body you'll probably notice that you've maybe maybe you're not listening as intuitively as you want to to your clients so it's about really tuning into that yourself and observing and becoming aware of what's happening inside of you and this will happen so I think the important thing as well is to know that it's okay that this happens The key thing is that you observe and notice that it's happening and then you bring yourself back into uptime to being present with your client, bring your senses into the room, notice what you can see, hear, feel, feeling your feet on the floor, being grounded in that space and being present so that once again you're opening up your sensory channels to really tune into what is happening with your client because you'll miss that if you're in your own map of the world. If you're sort of thinking about responding to your client with what you feel is right, like, oh, I would do this or I would do that or yes, this happened for me, then actually that closes off that intuitive way of working because it's then not about the client it's about you and as a new coach this can happen because your own stuff often comes up and we learn alongside our clients this is why it's so important to have that supervision and bring that bring that to your supervision when you notice things of your own um, coming up or maybe there's transference in the session because things are happening between you that you're thinking "Mm, what's what's happening here So going back to self-doubt, that fear maybe that you might be experiencing, the imposter, can I do this? Am I good enough? This can really, it can really kind of infiltrate into the cleanness of the coaching session. So my invitation to you is to notice that this is okay and acknowledge that this might be happening and to know actually then that you can do something about it when you're in the session. So you can bring yourself back into awareness, back into presence, back into that 
clean way of working by closing off your own dialogue, closing off your own agenda, kind of having that peripheral vision of looking outside of you, seeing your client fully, opening up your sensory channels. And this is why it's so important to coach with your body as well and not just with your head because it's not just about asking questions. It's not just about using your coaching questions to facilitate the client's kind of journey and perception and way of thinking about things. It's about really sensing into intuitively where your client might need to go, because often where they think they're going to go or where they kind of said they want to go, often that changes as you start working with your client and they start digging deeper into actually maybe their beliefs or their identity or what's actually happening for them on the inside, particularly when they move from effect into cause, because often clients can be like, oh, I'm stressed because, you know, my work colleague or my manager at work or but blah 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 you know my children my partner my husband when actually you facilitate them to moving into cause and really owning the direction of their life and really making choices based on their own ways of thinking their own ways of feeling then sometimes it can take a different direction and of course all of that will be contracted and you'll be you know recontracted in your sessions to see kind of where your client wants to go and what's the direction so it takes a lot of presence and skill to really tune into and intuitively work with your client's map of the world. So I kind of just wanted to share that with you today because this comes up a lot. It comes up a lot in supervision. It comes up a lot in conversations I'm having. And and I know, like I say, from my own experience as a a young therapist, a young coach 20 years ago, that self-doubt, that fear, that imposter can really get in the way of working brilliantly and exquisitely with your clients. So I'd love to know what your thoughts are. If you are a coach, if you are, you know, somebody who's leading others and you're kind of on that road of development and understanding yourself better and wanting to learn about how you can lead more effectively, coach more effectively, then do come along and join my community. Come and join my Facebook group. You can sign up to my mailing list with the with the links from this show. And I'd really love to connect with you and find out more about what you do. So have a wonderful day and I'll see you really soon.